All right, last night we talked about a, a story where a family and their parents are joining us here tonight, which I'll introduce them in a moment, but they wanted to bring their son to school and have him not wear a mask. And the dad, Nick Meadows, ended up getting a phone call from essentially the Fargo Police Department, but the head of the SRO, school resource officer. So his wife, Lana, and Nick Meadows join us in studio tonight to share more about their story. So to both of you, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I wanted to have you on just because there are so many parents right now that have been reaching out to me that are so frustrated with this situation. And so what I really want to do tonight, because I think a lot of people relate to your stories, is give you a chance to share what's been happening. And Lana, I wanted to start with you because I think it was yesterday you brought your son to school. And my understanding is he was basically segregated within the principal's office. And please share. Yeah, um, thankfully he didn't get that far. But um, we were walking into school, just me and my son, um, seventh grader, little guy. If you know him, he's small. Um, so we were just walking in and then the principal stopped and um, we didn't have our masks on because I figured, you know, he doesn't need one, really. I don't feel like he does. He's, it's his choice and I'm supporting him in it. Um, so the principal said, do you have a mask? And I said, no, or, thank you. And we were just going to keep on walking. And then she's like, okay, do you have a medical exemption? And I'm like, no, we don't, because I didn't really feel like I needed to go to a doctor for my son to not have a, ma a mask on. And then I didn't say all that, but that was my thinking. And so I told my son to go on in, and he went in, and then we went and chatted in her office that he needs to have a mask, or he either hangs out in her office all day alone, or I just take him home. And this went on for a couple of minutes, but m mainly just me sitting there thinking, you know, if you know my son, he's small, he's, he follows direction, doesn't break the law, he's, he's, he respects authority, but in this instance, I'm like, you don't, like there's no law that you have to do this. You know, it's your body nobody is going to tell you you have to do this like it's your choice so we were 100 percent for this and supporting him and she the principal reiterated that um if we would offer him a mask and then if he doesn't want a mask then we will call the parents and then have have you come and get him and then if this keeps on happening then he will either be um suspended or distant learning would be an option too. And that was not an option, the distant learning, because he, he doesn't, he didn't want that. So we'll get to that in a moment. I guess what, what's missing for me, you can fill in the blanks, is then how then did it go from this conversation to, again, essentially the Fargo Police Department, they had SROs getting your phone number and calling you? So what happened was after the night that she, or the morning that she came back, um, I got back from work and we had a conversation about what had happened. And I decided, I got kind of angry. Uh, I decided that I was going to do it the next morning and I was going to take my son in. And, you know, I you know, thought I knew everything um, about being able to walk on public ground and stuff. But um, so we put up a... Um, Facebook in a Facebook group around we put up an ad to see if any other parents wanted to do it with us or maybe somebody would join me to help you know a little bit harder to intimidate a group of people than one um, somebody got a hold of the um, information and apparently called 
the RSOs SRO. or SROs at the school. Um, so first, the SRO for our for Discovery Middle School called me, and he was very polite and um, everything. He just wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to cause a scene and that uh, I would sign in to the office. And then he didn't have anything to say about me not being able to do it or anything. But then about 10 minutes later, his sergeant, um, the um, SRO coordinator, uh, she called me, and the conversation was quite a bit different. Um, she. Without saying it outright, she in basically told me that when I get there tomorrow, if I'm refused on the property for any reason, that I would be arrested for criminal trespass. And um, uh, so there was that. And then um, we do end up going the next morning. Uh, I did some research when we were gone. That's actually, she actually lied to me. But Can I just interrupt you for a moment? Yep. So is there any, because you said this gentleman called you, the school SRO, and hey, want to make sure you're not going to. Is there any history of you getting out of control or doing anything? No, that, no I so have. I, uh, I have no record of doing anything. I only like ask that, that so. because it just seems odd to me that an SRO is going to say, "Hey, you're not going to get out of control about a mask." Or, like, I like that's what I'm trying to get at tonight is the emotions around these things. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get to the rest of your story in a moment. But I think a lot of people at home, I know what they're saying right now is, it's a policy. Just put the mask on. Mm -hmm. What do you say to that? Um. I say no, <laughs> because for so many reasons. Um, it, I don't even know like where to start with this. Um, I don't feel like it's, it's your body. How can somebody tell you what to do on it? And I understand the whole point of disease and people getting sick and like, I know all that medical stuff. I know that I'm not a doctor, but I know how it works. But it's, I think it causes more problems than anything, especially in the school age kids. How much time is going to be spent adjusting? How much time is going to be spent by the teachers? Don't touch your mask. Don't do this. I mean, then if kids have to read out loud and they're quiet readers like my son, teacher's going to be like, what? I can't hear you. You have to speak up. And that is going to make him self-conscious. Um, and then he wears glasses. And like, it gets foggy. It's just one thing after another. And it can all be prevented. Let alone, the big thing I hear, I'm doing it to get the chance to finish your story about what happened today, but just the mental health challenges I'm hearing from kids and parents about having to wear these masks all day. Is your son having similar things go on from a mental health standpoint? or? Yes, he's... Um He's expressed the fact that when, when he is, is forced to wear a mask, that it makes it, he feels like it makes it harder to breathe. I mean, it might not actually do that, but it doesn't matter. From his, from his viewpoint, it makes it harder to breathe, and, and it scares him. It actually scares him when he has to breathe through them for too long. Yeah, I mean, it's all day they have to have So let's finish your story. So now you went and you said did some homework about being able to be on public property. You showed up today with your son, no mask. Mm -hmm. Walk us through what happened today. So when I showed up today, um, we went in and confronted the principal. And um, both of the RSO officers that had called me showed up. Um, uh, so we went into the principal's office to have a conversation. Um, I did confront the um, sergeant that's in charge. Uh, about the fact that 
she, I feel like she lied to me through omission because they can't actually arrest you or remove you from public property without someone willing to press charges. And she left that out of the, the other phone call. So I thought that was an intimidation tactic. But um, So I got to talking with the principal. I went through a few things that I learned in my research um, and stuff. And basically, I got through all that. They didn't really care that they were breaking laws. Their policy was their law. It, it was, you know. Um, and then I, once I was done with that, I, I read her a heartfelt three-page letter that I had carefully thought out and everything. Um, I feel like she didn't care. She didn't bat an eye. I think at one point in the conversation she actually rolled her eyes at me. Um, and then uh, we got past that part and the last disturbing part that happened was I turned to the officer, the sergeant in charge again, and I asked her, so what would happen to my son if he chose to stay here without a mask? I was like, are you going to arrest him? She said no, she's not going to arrest a, a juvenile. But what would happen is, is that if he goes into the school without a mask, he'd be asked to put a mask on. If he doesn't, he'd be asked to come to the principal's office and stay all day. Um, if he doesn't want to do that, then they would call a parent in order to come pick him up. And if I chose to support him and let him stay at school without a mask during the day, that she would call social services on me. So we had a back and forth of that a couple of times where I basically uh, told her that I feel like she's trying to tell me that if I don't obey, that she's going to call social services and try to have my ch my son taken from so me. Just, you know, I spoke with Sergeant Jacobson earlier today. She goes, Chris, I think there was a misunderstanding. I wasn't suggesting that I was going to call social services on him. She said that's protocol if a parent doesn't pick up a child. I don't want to get into semantics, but just so you know, that that was her kind of response to that. So I got a minute left from both of you. Where do you go from here? Are you going to just pull your kid out of school? What like What's next for you guys? We'll start with you. Um, we are heavily considering homeschooling which is doable with us, that's not going to be an issue. Um, so, and I'm really sad about it because um, I really wanted him to go to school and he wanted to be with friends and um, I, just, I just can't imagine any kid being quarantined in a student office where other kids go when they are naughty but my son who is um he follows the rules and he obeys the law and does what others tell him to do but he stands up for himself and says no and he's gonna um have to be alone in a room all day There's a lot of parents that feel the way you do. I had a lot of conversations today. I'm sorry that you're having to deal with this. Thank you. You want to say anything, Dad? No, I think she said it better. I mean, folks, what are we doing? I just, breaks my heart to see this. This young man wants to go to school, wants to be with his peers, and we're telling him no when I said last night there is still not conclusive evidence that masks are gonna mitigate the situation in K through 12 schools. If you've got conclusive evidence that these masks are gonna make that big of an impact, 
then please share it with me. But I have yet to see it. Have you guys? No. What can we do to help? Well, at this point, we're just um, basically uh, trying to figure out what to do for schooling with our son. And then uh, at some point in the future, we will be seeking legal action against Fargo Public Schools. So uh, anybody that could give us any information or help in that nature would be amazing. All right, keep in touch, will you please? Yep, thank you. Thank you, in mm -hmm. our prayers.